Welcome back, family. Before we get started, again, just want to drop some quick special announcements in an effort to, as we move into season two, yes, man, season two, we are actually four episodes away from going into season two. And with us going into season two, we're going to take a week off uh, next week after we reach that milestone. And when we say take it off, that doesn't mean we will be lounging or being lazy per se, even though lazy days are accounted for because you have to take a mental break and be able to step away from something but because of different vacations and things like that that's been going on I said look this would be a perfect time for me to really uh, take the time to as we transition into season two season two means we need to add more value that's what I'm about is pouring into people and then adding more value. So with adding more value, as you guys know, we are in a, we're prepping the YouTube um, channel. We're marketing the uh, channel as well. So that week will really be tough. So by the time and normally, you know, I don't like dating the show, but the first week in August, you guys should be prepared. You're going to get a visual you're going to get to, to see this lovely voice, this handsome, lovely voice. But anyway, I digress. I know that you guys want to get into the show. Um, and I'm excited because what excites me about this change that I'm going to do is, is that now I feel that I found my voice. And, you, you know, when I've always questioned and asked that question, like, how do you know when you found your voice or how do you know? And. I can only say this, family, if you are going after something that you're interested in and you're inspired by someone and you're you're kind of modeling their style and then you find your you find your voice, you find your lane. And but it was through them, meaning through them being that they inspired you to let you know was that it was possible. They inspired you by the cadence. They inspired you about what how their approach is to making sure that they provide the best value possible. So, family, I, I, I believe I found my voice after, you know, again, after this and we will be at, at 251 shows. Uh, by the end of this week. So my goal is to really for you guys to hear more of me. So we'll know if you love me or not <laughs> at that point. But with no further ado, I know you're not just here just to hear that for now. You also want to hear some additional heat, which people that have inspired me. So let's get started and, and get into this thing. And um, I hope you enjoy with no further ado. Let's do this. by the coronavirus may double by June 1st. You have case rates now, they're going to go up. I woke up waiting. We all are. Waiting for that check to come in. Waiting to see loved ones. Waiting to get back to work. Waiting to make sense of the world standing still. Waiting for life to start up again. Since the lockdown coronavirus. I'm not okay waiting. I'm not okay being told what to do. I'm not okay feeling that I'm isolated and powerless. Not a time where you can do anything, talk to anyone and still be what you always wanted to be. Not when it's a perfect time to reinvent ourselves. Each day still has 24 hours. 
still full of moments that can change everything. When you have nothing, imagine what you could do and who you could be. We have to keep moving forward. We need to tell ourselves that this is a new beginning, that this is a new normal. We need to inspire others to know that they can do it as well. We live in a time where you can work from anywhere, where you can still make the life you always wanted. Do it for your future and the next generations to come. Success is predictable, so you can literally plan success. I am a successful today in my life, globally impacting millions of people because I made a decision as a teenager as to what I want to be and do. And it's the same reason why people fail. Success is predictable and success is, is predictable because life is designed for your success. But failure is also predictable because failure is the same result as success. Let me explain what I mean. God designed everything he created to be successful. You will never see a bird who cannot fly naturally. You'll never see a fish who cannot swim naturally. Every seed, if you put it in the ground and give it water, you don't need to pray. It is designed to bring forth a tree. Everything God created has built into it its own success. And if the plant is here today and gone tomorrow, how much more important are you to God? The average human being does not know why they're on planet Earth. They wake up every morning, go into a job they hate, working with people they don't like, getting paid less than they're worth, and dying too young from frustration because they don't know why they exist. Without a purpose, life has no meaning. It has no sense of destiny, no sense of precision. The average human on Earth have no idea about their ability. 90% of the human population will die and never achieve more than 10% of their true ability. And this is the frustration of all humans. Every human wants to be successful. I have never met any human who said, I plan to fail tomorrow. No human wants to fail. Am I right? Everybody wants to succeed. But I have some good news for you. Write this down. Success is predictable. What is my destination? Everyone wants to know, what is my future? Where am I going in the next 20 years, 40 years? What will I be when I am 75 or 82? What is my destiny? The greatest tragedy in life is life without a purpose. Nothing is worse than being alive and not knowing why. Breathing oxygen and eating food and getting energy and don't know why you have it. To live for 80 years and still didn't know why you were here. That's a tragedy. Your success is important to God. God needs you to succeed. When I discovered this, I became very bold. I put pressure on God. I discovered this when I was 17 years old. I discovered that God needed me to succeed. Because success is built in to creation by every manufacturer. Success is important to every manufacturer who makes a product. 
So the success of the product is necessary to protect the reputation of the company. So the worst thing that can happen to a manufacturer is when his product fails. His entire reputation and company can be destroyed. So success is necessary for the manufacturer. You are a product and the first thing the manufacturer placed on you is his image. The manufacturer says, let us make a product in our image. Oh, come on. If you got the image, lift your hands and shout hallelujah. The first thing he put on you is the most important thing to him. His image. You are just like the manufacturer. That means your failure is bad for God. I have come with good news. You cannot fail anymore. God has to guarantee your success not to protect you. God has to make sure that the vision he gives you succeeds because his reputation is on the line. So when you read the Bible, all through the Bible, God would say these to his people. He would say, even though you are stiff-necked, you complain. He said, I will prosper you and I will restore you and I will heal you and I will redeem you. Listen, for my name, come on, clap them hands and scream hallelujah. No matter where you are right now in your life, I promise you, I guarantee you that you are coming out of your situation. Not for your name's sake, but for his name's sake. Clap your hands and thank God he's the manufacturer. You cannot fail in your business. And this is why if he told you to go to university, don't worry about tuition. If he told you to build a business, you have the ability. If he told you to build a church, you have the ability. If he told you to go into politics, you have the ability. If he told you to be a lawyer, you have the ability. If he told you to be a teacher, you have the ability. If he told you to build a school, you have the ability. Whatever he told you, he will do it for his name. Somebody scream, hallelujah. Oh Lord That's why it's important To announce what God told you When you make it public You put pressure on it Oh come on young man You gotta talk about your vision You gotta talk about your dream And tell everybody God told me this God told me this God told me this and he has to protect his reputation clap your hands and scream hallelujah so stop being afraid to believe your dream this ain't your dream it's his dream your success is good for God so he has to make sure you succeed 
That's why I am so bold. You know, when you discover who you are, you make announcements you can't pay for. Stop waiting for money before you make announcements. When he tells you, tell everybody. When you tell him, it puts pressure on him. That's why I have no doubt in the next 10 years, everything you told your friends that they laughed at will come to pass. Find true success and happiness if you have only one goal. There really is only one, and that is this to fulfill the highest, most truthful expression of yourself as a human being. You wanna max out your humanity by using your energy to lift yourself up, your family, and the people around you. The single most important lesson I learned in 25 years talking every single day to people was that there is a common denominator in our human experience. We want to be validated. We want to be understood. I've done over 35,000 interviews in my career. And as soon as that camera shuts off, everyone always turns to be and inevitably in their own way asks this question was that okay i heard it from president bush i heard it from president obama i've heard it from heroes and from housewives i've heard it from victims and perpetrators of crimes i even heard it from beyonce and all of her beyonce-ness friends and family yours enemies strangers in every argument in every encounter Every exchange, I will tell you, they all want to know one thing. Was that okay? Did you hear me? Do you see me? Did what I say mean anything to you? My hope is that you will try to go out and have more face-to-face -face conversations with people you may disagree with. That you'll have the, the, the courage to look them in the eye and hear their point of view and help make sure that the speed and distance and anonymity of our world doesn't cause us to lose our ability to stand in somebody else's shoes and recognize all that we share as a people. This is imperative for you as an individual and for our success as a nation. So whether you call it soul or spirit or higher self, intelligence, there is, I know this, there's a light inside each of you, all of us, that illuminates your very human beingness, if you let it. And as a young girl from rural Mississippi, I learned long ago that being myself was much easier than pretending to be Barbara Walters. Although when I first started, because I had Barbara in my head, I would try to sit like Barbara, talk like Barbara, move like Barbara. And then one night I was on the news, reading the news, and I called Canada, Canada. And uh, that was the end of me being Barbara. I cracked myself up on TV, couldn't stop laughing, and my real personality came through. And I figured out, oh gee, I can be a much better Oprah than I could be a pretend Barbara. One of my favorite stories 
is about a man. Now this man is walking down a path and finds an egg, an eagle's egg. He takes this egg and puts it into the nest of a backyard hen. Pretty soon the eagle hatches with the chicks and grows up with them. Now all his life that eagle did what the chickens did. He would poke around in the dirt looking for worms and insects to eat. He would fly a few feet into the air like chickens do. And he'd cluck around. And as time passed, that eagle, he grew very old. And one day, he saw something above him. This thing, it, it glided gracefully and majestically through the clouds. What's that? The eagle says. Oh, that? That's an eagle, one chicken responds. He is the king of all birds, the master of the skies. But we belong to the ground because we are just chickens. Don't worry about him, you will never be that. And that eagle lived and died a chicken because that is what he thought he was. How many more nights of sleep you gonna lose running around complaining about your life? Stop being a lazy, bum-ass person that's full of excuses, sitting around on the pity potty, coming up with every excuse in the world as to why you ain't winning. You are the reason you're not winning. You are the reason you look the way you look. You are the reason you're unemployed. You are the reason why your surroundings are so dysfunctional and negative. It's a choice. You have fought your way into a depression. You have fought your way into negativity and misery. It's all in the mind. Change your mind and it will change your life. It's time you get off the pity potty. Stop complaining about being out of shape when you never go to the gym. Stop looking at your stomach when you get out of the shower and your body and complaining about the way you look when you're eating everything in sight and never going to the gym. You just have to wake up. You just have to break that negative spirit. You have to break through all of that shit that you're carrying. Everybody wants to be better. Everyone talks about becoming better, but I'll tell you right now, it doesn't just happen. You want to improve? You want to get on a workout program or a clean diet or start a new business? You want to write a book or make a movie or build a house or a computer or an app? Where do you start? You start right here. When do you start? You start right now. You initiate action. You go. That idea isn't going to execute itself. That book isn't going to write itself. Those weights out in the gym, they aren't going to move themselves. You have to do it, and you have to do it now. So stop thinking about it. Stop dreaming about it. Stop researching every aspect of it and debating the pros and cons of it. Start doing it. Take that first step and make it happen here and now.
It takes courage. It takes commitment. It takes discipline. These are all things that you need to have, because let me tell you this. When you do, magic is going to start to happen, baby. You'll start to move forward and achieve that thing. You'll start respecting yourself more. You'll start carrying yourself differently and think that you can take on the fucking world. But it all starts with honesty. Ask yourself what you've been lying to yourself about. Consciously admit that you've been bullshitting yourself about that thing and do everything in your power to go out and change it. It ain't easy to do, but I promise you, it'll be worth it. People have this reoccurring nightmare that there's some thing, some force that's got a hold of them and it's holding them down and they can't break free. No matter what they do, they can't break free from that force. Well, I'm here to tell you that that thing in your nightmare, that thing that's holding you back, that thing that's dragging you down, that thing is you. There are two fundamental attitudes toward life and its sorrows. Those with the first attitude blame the world. Those with the second ask what they could do differently. It's much easier and much more gratifying to your basest desires to blame someone else for your misery. You know what's so funny? We want people to make guarantees to us, but we're not willing to make guarantees to ourselves. That's the problem with some of you. You always want to blame other people. You owe you an explanation. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, why are you only giving 50%? What's wrong with you? You need to put yourself on punishment. You need to tell you no more TV, no more snacks, no more desserts. No, we working out now. You need to tell you that you owe you something. Every day I demand more from myself than anybody else could humanly expect. I'm not competing with somebody else. I'm competing with what I'm capable of. My number one competition is me. It's always you versus you. You gotta be the one to get up every morning, be disciplined, put in the consistent daily hard work because that gains success. No coach, no trainer, no mentor, no boss can do it. You versus you. I value myself enough to give 120% or don't do it. There is no excuse for not living up to your fullest potential. No excuse. You walk out of this room, you owe yourself. I didn't get here making excuses. What changed? I changed. And I stopped being a victim. I stopped saying I've got to wait for good things to happen to me. And I said I'm going to grind. I'm going to fight. I'm going to work. I'm going to press toward. I'm going to learn. I'm going to do everything in my power every single day to become a victor and not a victim. Why? Because I owe it to myself. Can't nobody stop me but me. to the impact secret podcast show welcome to the family to my existing family big up as always thank you for joining on this podcast show we shift the mindset through inspiration motivation with a standing foundation of self-discipline i am your respectful host ed for all you smart and intelligent folks out there listen that just simply means ed 
Living means doing what you love to do, even if you have to fall and get back up. You know the motto, the slogan, what we rode on or what we ride on here. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. One of our favorite quotes here at the Impact Secret Podcast show You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Bob Marley. One question, family. Two thought-provoking statements. First question. What attitude do you have towards life? Again, what attitude do you have towards life? That was inspired by uh, Jordan Peterson. First thought-provoking statement. Temptations of distractions, temptations of distractions. And the last and final, you are the reason, but wait, but wait, you are the reason, but wait. Today's episode is entitled, I'll take care of me for you. And if you will please take care of you. For me, again, I will take care of you. Well, let's bring that back. I will take care of me for you. And if you will please take care of you for me, that was inspired and by Jim Rome. He said it. I I thought it was profound. Anytime I say something that's amazing, I'm going to say it was profound. I'm getting I kind of like how that sounds. But anyway, it was really profound. And I thought it was amazing. Well, family, you know, at this time. We do what we do best here, and we're going to get into today's show and make it do what it do. When I heard Jordan Peterson talk about what attitude do you have towards life, that really, oh, that hit home. That hit home in so many. I felt like he pulled up to my address, rung the doorbell, and, and, and then asked me, you need to come in and answer the door. We need to talk. And reason why I say that is because in life, family, we... We find ourselves in positions in life where we feel like it's it's the world's fault or it's these people's fault. And some of it is and, and let's be clear now, you know, some of it is true. It is. It may have been that person's fault. The reason why you may have lost that job or it may be that person's fault of why the things went the way that they they went. But what I'm uh, continuously to Learn. I was actually when I was journaling this morning and I was thinking to myself, I said, you know, I am becoming more closer to the ideology of understanding that I have more control over life than what I thought I do. What I mean by that family is, is that each time that I get up early or each time I stay up late or each time in general, when I go after my dreams and my goals and putting plans in place and measuring it, it it's telling me, it's showing me a picture of, of where I'm currently at and the potential of where I could go. See, a lot of people are so frustrated with hope and potential, but see, they don't understand understand that is an opportunity that is fuel because every time that you get ready 
to go after something, you're going to have to run on something. I don't care what it is. Maybe the fuel, like for me, I've shared this with you before family is, is that that's why I was able to relate to the last dance. And I was like, wow, there's other people out here like me, like that. Let me unpack that for you. What I mean is, is that during the last dance, when Michael Jordan, even before he got to the pinnacle of where he was at, he would find things to really psych himself out. Like, for instance, he gave the example when he was um, at dinner and one of the coaches for the at that time, they were the Seattle Supersonics. Now, um, I, I forgot who. What are they um, now? But anyway, they were the Seattle, the the, the Seattle Supersonics, and uh, what? And they were pl- they were playing in a you know playoff game, and what Michael J- Jordan did was he made it seem that the coach was being rude to him in a way that where they were out at dinner at the same time, of course that coach was sitting at, you know, one table and Jordan was at another table. And when the coach passed him, he didn't speak and they both went to the same university. So North Carolina has this big, you know, camaraderie among, you know, players that even played there or has some type of affiliation there. So he took it some kind of way like, Oh, this coach can't speak to me. Huh. And he took that and used it as fuel. So what I'm saying is, family, for me, that has been a cornerstone of my life of being of things that has helped happen to me along the way. People who have said, I don't longer want to speak with you. I no longer want to deal with you. And it may not be something I've done directly to them. It's just the fact that, you know, maybe they had a set expectation of me that I didn't deliver on. And you know how those invisible set expectations are, but they don't hold the same expectations for themselves. But that's a whole nother conversation. So I'll digress there. What I'm saying to you is, is that being able to use that as fuel, to use that as energy to say, wow, it's funny how people can turn their back on you, can give up on you and give in on you before not even seeing you really fulfill your potential to really fulfill who you are capable of being. And, and there's a difference though, family, I don't want you to get caught up in, and, and, and um, sitting around because that's what Eric Thomas was talking about. He said, you know, I got to the point, I got tired of sitting around. I got tired of placing the blame on the world. I got tired of looking and, and hoping that, somebody was going to do something. Well, n- none of that came. No one, no, no genie popped out of anywhere when he got to the point of said, now is my time. And that's how I feel right now, family. That is why I am making the adjustments to the show that I'm doing as far as wanting that visual aspect, wanting to add more uh, marketing, wanting to make it more energetic. I was listening, by the way, let me, let me do this small commercial break. I was listening as I was finding clips and I really wanted to have at least 30, 40 minutes worth of clips because I really wanted to. uh, It reminded me of of Little Wayne when uh, I don't know if you've seen the documentary in which he talked about um, he went and wrote down all his raps on, you know, and and that he had written down. He went in, excuse me, he went and just, he just went in the booth and just spit all his raps that he had written down. So no longer would he have the opportunity to use that material or it was just going to be on him to start remembering what he's the, the, the lyrics that he had and it, it forced him to be more creative. 
And the reason why some of the changes that are coming to the show of me not playing these um, audio clips as I, I used to is because of the fact of when I made the transition to as we're making the transition full time to YouTube. One thing I'm noticing is, is that you get a lot of copyright strikes and you know, now I've seen it before I've, well, I should say claims, not strikes. Cause I, I didn't get a strike. I get claims cause I uploaded yesterday's episode and I got a, a, a claim and I was just like, this is, this is weird. I don't understand it. And I was just like, so that just kind of added on to why I want to run, my, you know, you're going to hear my voice. Everything is going to be evergreen because it's time family 200 at by this Friday, 251 episodes. Can we believe it? I, I know I couldn't, but the thing about it is, is, is that now is that time to start stepping into my own identity, stepping into me and making my, ma- making my name a household name. I have much respect for the, the, various clips that you've heard through the show you wouldn't have heard them if they didn't inspire me you wouldn't have heard them if they didn't have some type of impact on my life because I can remember the first time that it you know that I really started getting into personal development and sitting in that little apartment going through the ups and downs of different you know of different jobs understanding different climates it, it had an impact on my life and you know, personal development helped me to turn me into a learning machine. It turned me into a, a, a somebody that even though this is happening today, I know because of what has happened to me in the past that I can find a way through and out, but it's just not my time yet. I just have to hold on and be courageous enough to have enough faith and strength to know that I'm going to find the right thing in order to move forward and see that's and that's why sometimes um, and that's why I I put that thought provoking statement out there regarding temptations and distractions, you know, because what tends to happen is family. Matter of fact, I was I'll give you a true example of what just happened to me today. And you'll find yourself, especially when you get into a rhythm in a zone, you don't want anyone to break you out of the zone. You don't want to you don't want to feel that, you know, because it First of all, it takes a lot to anyway. Well, for me, I can't speak for everyone because, you know, I don't know what is a such thing as a morning person or evening or after. I don't know what that means. I just know in the morning when I get up at a, at a certain time at uh, in the morning, sometimes to start my routine and, you know, continue to build on my habits, what tends to happen is I'm tired. I don't know about you, but it, um, when I'm getting up at three or four o'clock in the morning to start I'm I'm already tired. So first of all, motivating myself to, okay, you can do this. And now I'm in a position to do it. And so uh, I'm on the treadmill today and I'm going at it. I'm about 35 minutes in and I'm going at it family. And I hear this bark. And normally I, I can't hear it because I I'll turn my headphones on and just really just, you know, just to, to make sure I'm staying focused, I'm, I'm in the present. I, you know, that is something that has been a, a huge focus of mine of being in the present because with everything I want to do and being a creative, my mind is just racing. Um, and that's why I actually, uh, borrowed one of, um, and I say borrowed, but, uh, I forgot his name. Kutcher. Is it Kutcher? Uh, but he has a, that book, um, 
I think it's cut the line or or something like that. I got to remember the book. So my apologies. I'm all over the place with that. But the point I'm trying to drive home is, is that I, that's why I started writing down ideas because I would just, I would have all these things running in my mind. So that has helped me uh, a lot by writing down ideas. Anyway, so I'm on the treadmill, I'm getting in, I'm going after it. I'm having a, you know, I'm having a good time. I'm in the zone. I'm, I'm actually listening. Yes. To some motivational type thing about winning and having the winning attitude and just continue to for, you know, and not allowing distractions to get in the way of what you, what you said you were going to set out to do today. And lo and behold, I, like I said, I hear the bark and I'm like, doggone it. But I couldn't trip because, you know, one thing is, is that the dog was trained is, is really trained well to know if she has to go outside, then I would rather her go outside than go inside. So I said, all right. So I jump off the treadmill and then take her outside. I jump back on the treadmill. And so now I'm waiting to hear the bark again to let me know that she wants to come inside. So once I hear the bark again, then I go outside. I get jump off the treadmill and I go do it. Uh, I open up the door, let her in. And then I jump back on the treadmill. Now, at that point, there's a couple things that are going through my mind. One, I could say, you know what? I really done just messed up my whole workout. Or I could say, you know, for the, t the time that it took for me to do that, I'll just add on additional time. And that's what I did. And so I tell you that story to say sometimes, family, when we get distracted or we get interrupted, is that sometimes we just want to just say, you know what, that's probably it, that was probably a sign I need to stop. No, that's a sign that you're on to something. You probably need to keep going. And that goes back to the original, also the original point of, of, you know, when J Jordan Peterson asked that question, what attitude do you have towards life? You know, do you blame others or the world? Or are you someone that, you know, you say, well, what can I do differently? And that's when I took the approach and said, well, what can I do differently? And what I could do differently is, is I can add more time to my workout and don't allow myself to lapse back uh, because of the distractions into a comfort zone or to a zone that makes me feel almost lazy because it's easy to be lazy family. I mean, is nothing wrong with taking time for you and, and relaxing to re-energize, uh, to re-energize, but don't take too long because you take too long, then it's going to be harder to get back into the routine of things or the swing of things. That's why when I'm taking this week off, I, you know, I'm actually going to be not doing, you know, like vacation stuff. I'm literally working on the show. I'm literally finding how am I going to to work on the, you know, the the pay the, the IG page and do I want to go through, you know, do I want to put this on Facebook? Do we want to go live more? So there's a lot of exciting things coming that I know that is going to require systems in place in order to meet this crazy thing that I'm about to do for me is crazy because I've never, I never went on live to, uh, before. So all of these things are pushing me out of my comfort zone, which is great because this originally wasn't my comfort zone. I enjoy doing it, but I wasn't comfortable at doing it because I was like, you know, who, who wants to, who's going to sit up here and listen to a podcast. And then I heard, I started listening to other podcasts and it reminded me of Steve Harvey when he talked about where he would listen to jokes and he would like, they weren't funny. 
And it got to a point where he was even able to start point out where they should have, you know, set up the punchline a little bit better and went this way with it. And so that's how I started, you know, I started feeling about motivation because I, I was listening to, a, I mean, a ton of it. And I was like, it started getting to the point where I was like, man, I'm hearing kind of the same things over and over. And I don't see, I don't hear a lot of originality. I don't I don't hear that that hunger. And I was like, well, maybe there is an opportunity for me. So that's what I went for, you know, head on and really went really went after it uh, this time around. And I, I also think about, too, when you when you start looking at something that you want to do. You made up your mind. You made a decision that, you know, I'll, and again, I like using myself because it, it provides a a visual for you and some context of maybe a goal you're going after. So as you guys recently know that uh, I'm getting, I'm, I've always been in the resale game, but I'm getting, and I'm going to, my focus is going to be on shoes, um, basically sneakers, because I mean, I'm a big sneaker head. I, I had loved sneakers since I was young. Even sneakers that were out my price range, I would still go work a paper route or do something to make sure I can get those J's or I can get these these particular shoes. And and what's what what the thing about it is 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 that I had I had found myself doing the same thing that I always do, and it's a great it's a great. Um, it's, it's great to have what I'm about to share with you, but it all, it can be a blessing and a curse because it's a blessing because you want to make sure you know everything about what's going on. So basically I started doing a lot of research and doing all these things. And then I was like, I'm going to learn that way. So I was like, the only way I'm going to, I got to just jump in and kind of almost in a sense of saying, okay, well, I like these sneakers, but are they selling? Um, and if they are, what, you know, what, so basically making common sense type decision. Plus, you know, I invested in uh, these, uh, I don't even, I forgot what it's called, but I'm part of this, this, this group, this inner group that discusses sneakers, discusses, um, you know, clothing and things like that. Things I'm, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about that. I enjoy talking about and they they give you guidance as well. So that also helps. So it's sort of like a coach slash mentor uh, digitally in a sense, if that makes any sense. But what I understood is, is that you have to get out there and get in the mark. When I when I started uh, going into like when I was like, oh, when the selling books was a big thing. So I start hitting up these libraries and and trying to find books that I could sell. But then I was like. I was keeping more books than I was selling them because I was like, man, I, this is an interesting book. I want to read this. And so I was just like, yeah, yeah, this is probably not my, not my lane. And, but I went out and did it. I didn't do, I, I did go through uh, a course, but I still went out and, and I had to make things happen because there's a lot of things in the course they won't tell you. Um, and it's not that they're hiding them from you. It's just each, everybody's experience is going to be, is going to be different. So when you are in, when you are in that zone family of making sure you are going after the thing that, and I hate doing this, but it's, it's so true about that you love and you're passionate about and love and passion is, is something in which how I view it is, is that you're, 
you're willing to learn more about it, not a love and passion, like as far as a relationship or something like that, but you're willing to, I, I, I flipped it and said, well, it's something where you're willing to go and learn about it. You're willing to invest time, even if the money has not come in yet. Cause I haven't made a dime from this, from doing this podcast. I've invested more money than I've ever received. And the reason why I've done that is because I really enjoy doing this like like that week that is going to be that I'm going to take that's going to that's that's going to be hard <laughs> because I I've been doing this it, you know I've had you know weeks where uh I think maybe I don't know how many out of out of the year I've had situations in which I didn't get to do five five uh shows a week I might even got to do two or three uh, but I still even when I went wasn't able to do those shows I was missing it and that's why I was so excited to get back and do it but I know for this week I I mean that that next the next week coming up I have to do this if I want to take this show to the next level if I really want to have the impact if I really want to be able to provide value to the family because you listen to me because of the value that I'm providing you. Cause there are a lot of people out here speaking. There are a lot of people out here talking about certain things, but I am taking you along with me on the journey because I really want everybody to have an opportunity to win at this thing we call life. And the, I believe the only way that you win is, is that you learn from others. Um, you, you have people that are willing to like myself to be able to speak what they've gone through and, and not make it because see what tends to happen is that dopamine rush that you'll get by hearing people rah, rah and get you motivated and get you excited. Like I can, I can do that. I can, I can say certain words and terms and get you all excited. But at the end of the day, then what, what type, that's why I always say our foundation here is really self-discipline because the more you're disciplined in what you're going after, the greater chance that you have that, that doesn't mean you're going to get that, that thing, that goal, that achieve that dream, but you have a better chance than you would if you didn't do anything. That's why they, you know, that's that whole Confucius quote, you know, um, basically saying, you know, the man who says he can and the man who says that they he can't, they're both right. And that's so true because the the less that you don't even you say, you know what, this is not going to happen for me. You're right. It's not going to happen for me. But if you're like, hey, this is going to happen for me, you have a greater chance of it's happening because you're being surrounded. You're being impacted. You're being you're you're in you're involving and entrenching yourself into the situation. That's why I know when I get into something and I start really uh, listening to videos or reading and and then going out and taking that information and implement, I said, okay, I'm on to something. Or I don't hesitate. Like, you know, sometimes, and, and that's something also family, you got to look out for some of your cadence of when you're, when you're doing something. So if you're hesitating on something, maybe it's not the time for you right now to do that because it's, it's hopefully there's nothing that's going to push you into that direction. Cause there's been many times I've been pushed when I didn't want to be pushed, but it was the best thing for me. And because it was the best thing for me, I was like, okay, I gotta, how do I make sure that I don't have to be pushed again? And when I say pushed, meaning, you know, that 
you're in a situation, you're in a toxic situation and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to wait it out and this and that. And then you're like, then all of a sudden you are pushed by the circumstances of the situation. You're like, no, I got to take action today. This has to, and then you look, when you, when you move forward, you're like, why in Jiminy Crickets? Yeah. My uncle used to say, why in Jiminy Crickets? I don't know why he said, who is Jimmy? I don't Oh, anyway, I don't know why he said that, but yeah, you know, you ask yourself, why did you wait so long to take action? And you'll find yourself asking when you ask yourself that question, there's nothing wrong with it, family. But because a lot of times we'll beat ourselves up about why we didn't take action sooner. Why didn't we didn't do this? You know, now that, you know, if I would have known, well, it doesn't matter. You're here now. So how do we move forward and keep moving forward and ensuring that, only thing we're doing when we're looking back, back is glancing. All we're doing is is ensuring that the path that we're setting, we're not sure where this is going to take us, but we are further along than we were when we were when we kept fantasizing and and dreaming about. It. I used to be part of that fantasizing and dreaming um, society when. I would fantasize about creating a business or fantasize about everything. And, and I would realize I was like, nothing is happening for me. Well, right, Sherlock, because of the fact that you haven't got started and, and we, you want to get every, and if you're somebody like me that I finally had to get really extremely uncomfortable and I, I had to finally just say, I got to go all in and go all in and, and, and then learn my way. And it's not fun, family. That pain of when you're in something new and let's say you've, like for somebody like me that has been a project manager for so long and then just to be, you know, learning something new and still keeping up on your current skill set, it's, it's, it's challenging because if you, you know, if you're still passionate about one thing, which I, I'm still passionate about project management, but you're passionate about this new thing and you're so excited about this new thing and learning it, you're going to be put in uncomfortable situations because you don't learn, you don't, you don't know the, the, the language, you don't understand how to move in the, in the culture. You don't, you don't understand, you know, kind of how do you, uh, get the best value on certain things. And I'm, and I'm referring to what I was talking about reselling. Cause I learned, I've learned more um, in reselling because there's so many moving parts from negotiating to having conversation, to building relationships was all part of business. And that's why I always, I, I challenge you family to, to get into something that you're uncomfortable about. If it's something that you were thinking about, maybe you're thinking about starting a store on eBay or starting an Amazon, uh, selling on Amazon, go and do it just. And when I say, and, and of course be calculated about it, but go and, and test one item out and then say, Hey, do I like this? Do I enjoy what comes with this and the work and having to respond to message? Do I want to do all of that? Or maybe it's something else, but as we, you know, what we stand on here, is besides the the discipline that's required you have to be willing to to test it out long enough and that's something you have to make the decision on and if to see if it's going to be a fit but if you're someone that is wanting to get out your current situation of how you feel life is going you have to start taking action, but don't start taking a whole bunch of different actions. And now you're just busy just to be busy and you haven't accomplished anything. And accomplishment is, is a, upon the, the beholder. So if for you, you know, you need to get that degree 
because it's required as part of this the job for, uh, requirements for the job you want. Unfortunately, you're going to have to go get it unless they have a workaround in the meantime. So family, as we move forward with this show, as we move forward with just providing more value, I hope that um, when you guys go back and listen to some of the, the previous, the older episodes that if someone has thought about starting a podcast or if someone has thought about uh, being a motivational speaker or being a business speaker or starting a business that I can inspire them to understand that it's possible that you can just start off with a cell phone and uh, on speakerphone and speaking into anchor. I was listening to those episodes. I was just like, wow, I didn't bring in clips at that time. It was just me for like 10 minutes uh, um, and just talking about life because for me, I've been through so much in life and now I'm like, I want to, I want to pour into people to help them not, not avoid pain, but understand the pain that they're in and, and how to use it. Because a lot of times um, people want to give you remedies to avoid pain. I'm like, you, I'm not excited about the pain of anything I have to go through, but I understand as part of the process in order to take the lesson away from the pain in order to get me to that next level. Well, family, um, I know I promised you an, another hour, a whole hour. I hope this uh, this will suffice. I, I'm giving you 50 plus minutes here um, of some straight heat, some great, uh, great audio clips at the beginning of the show that I really enjoy. One of the ones that really stood out for me was the Oprah one, um, as well as uh, Eric Thomas uh, talking as well. But one thing that she talked about was humanity and you being responsible for humanity of being able to want to help and serve others. So I hope if there's someone out here that's listening to me that again, like I stated, that want to start a show, um, I hope they put a trigger today. I hope that they take action today. I hope that they go ahead and say, I'm tired of sitting on the sidelines and not getting inside the game. You know our model here. That's why I made it up. That's why I said, bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game. And the metaphor is there is is the game of playing the game. Because if you're on the if you're sitting on the bitch, you're not really part of the game. You're just you're just part of the audience, which is which is cool because this may not be something you want to get into. But if this is something you want to get into, you owe it to yourself to take a shot. What you got to lose? I hope you enjoyed today's show. This has been your boy, ED. And again, I thank you guys for rocking with me. Till next time. Peace.